Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli here to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, LMNT, an electrolyte drink mix. Each one of these little packets gives you exactly what you need to keep you as hydrated as all us athletes like to be. If you're like me, you work out a lot, and when you work out a lot, you also sweat a lot. Now, when we sweat, we don't lose just water, of course. We also sweat out salt. We sweat out electrolytes. So each one of these packets contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, giving you everything that you need in order to maintain optimal hydration and nothing that you don't. So to go online, place an order for your sample pack, and to get yourself a bonus free sample pack, you're going to go to this website right here, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. You're going to see this down in the video below, but I'll say it one more time for you, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. Again, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought. And as I do, uh, I just want to give you guys a little goal. We're reaching the end of January here. Right? It's the end of January as this podcast drops today. So before we really get into our mindset, I just wanted to remind you 
uh, you know, to make sure you're getting after the goals that you have for yourself. Uh, we went over a bunch of my goals at the beginning of the year, and you guys sent in a bunch of your goals as well, which is great, and I very much appreciate you guys interacting like that. Um, but it's awesome to, like, if you guys are really keeping track of your goals, which I hope you are, it's really nice to see the progress collect. You know, I, um, I've been keeping meticulous track of all the things that were certain numbers, like the cold plungers, the saunas, and you know, the strength training, all that kind of stuff. I made sure that I'm, I'm right on task with all of that. And uh, every day I update my list with how many I've completed of those things. And, you know, it's really nice to see yourself, you know, 10% of the way already to some of the goals that you had for yourself. It's a really, really rewarding feeling. And it's a great reinforcement of what you've been doing and your systems that you've put in place to make those things a reality. But really, the greatest part of watching your progress go, it's kind of like something that Sensei Stein had been saying uh, in the in our, our sixty in our sixty day challenge power hour webinars. He was talking about the, the motivation cycle, and so many people think about the motivation cycle backwards. They think I'll be motivated, then I'll take action, and then I'll get results. But it's not that way. Instead, you have to take action first, and then after you take action, that action will lead to results, and that results will build motivation, which will in turn lead to more action. So, so on and so forth. Uh, and it's the same thing. As you're taking action and you're chipping away at those goals, and you're seeing, in my case, where I'm collecting numbers of sessions of cold plunges and sauna sessions and um, strength training routines and all sorts of stuff like that. As I'm doing that, it's really, really nice to watch myself get closer to where I want to be. It's a very rewarding feeling. It lets you know that you're moving in the right direction. It's really awesome, for sure. Um, and what happens is it just motivates me the next day to go out and get right back after the goals that I have set for myself, just so that way I'm continually moving in the direction that I want to. So with one month down in the year by the end of the day as you're listening to this, make sure that you guys are doing what is necessary to get yourself that much closer to where you want to be that by the end of the year, right? January is one twelfth of the year gone already. So it's a really good opportunity for you to make sure that you're at least that close on your goals to where you'd like to be by the end of the year. So goals at the end of the day, nothing more than challenges, right? There, there are opportunities for growth, things that you set to try to get yourself better. Right? So in the vein of challenges, that has a lot to do with what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. So as I, I talked to you guys today, um, literally less than one week ago, uh, I received a bunch of flyers for uh, a jujitsu tournament. And this jujitsu tournament happens to be like right in the backyard of my school and my house and everything else like that. Um, and it's a kids only tournament. So I got the flyer um, and I reached out to the guy who was running the tournament and basically got the, the basic information, who he was, where the tournament was, what the rules that is, so on and so forth. So I said to myself, all right, you know, it's pretty short notice for a tournament. You know, we're doing the tournaments now. At that point, when we started put, talking to people, it was about, you know, 10 days away at most. Maybe some, you know, some people didn't get to talk to you right away, so more like eight days. And um, with that in mind, I'm like, all right. Time to start talking to people. <laughs> so I 
you know, drafted together a list of kids who I thought would uh, go to this tournament. And, um, you know, who are the type of kid where I know that just drop of the hat, okay, you're doing a tournament in 10 days. They'd be like, okay, with, with very little afterthought. And, you know, about 20 or so, 23 kids, I think, was the final number uh, from my school who I knew would uh, be open to, to have the conversation. And, you know, some of them, of course, it being on 10 days notice, have family commitments or sports commitments or things like that. It is what it is, you know, not the end of the world. Actually, I realize now my number is 25 because uh, I didn't write down my list until after I already talked to the first two who unfortunately have a sports commitment that day. But nonetheless, um, so I really put some real feelers out to the people, to their parents yesterday. Uh, it being Tuesday now, I reached out to people yesterday. Uh, and by the end of, of the school day today, I already have 11 people that are going, which is a pretty awesome response to a tournament on less than a day, less than a week's notice. And on top of it, it's great because some of the people who are competing are people who haven't competed in a long time. And that's a great thing for me. I'm pretty excited about that because they will have the ability to get these kids out there under the lights to get them to test themselves in a tournament that, by my estimation, will be reasonably small, but still will enable people to get the same effects as every other tournament to put themselves out there. Now, we've been talking in depth recently about self-image. And to me, this is a great example of one of the greatest defeaters of self-image that there is, self-doubt, right? When a person doubts themselves or their abilities and so forth, uh, you know, when they don't see themselves as the type of person who X, Y, and Z, then they never even make the attempt. I was talking to my class about this today, and I was talking about, you know, how many kids do you think walk by the school on a, on a given day and watch you guys train and say to themselves, oh, I could never do that. And now we'll never know because they'll never put themselves out there. But more importantly, what, what happens is that person has failed without even having to try. It's kind of a crazy thing when you think about it. They didn't even need to try something to fail at it. They failed it by not even trying in the first place. Right? It's like the old adage of, you can't fire me, I quit. Same principle, but to yourself. Right? Oh, I don't believe that I can accomplish this thing. And because I don't believe I can accomplish this thing, I won't even try the thing. So because I won't even try, I never put myself out there. I didn't even take the first step. Well, then I never achieved that goal either. And that feedback loop, it's like what Sensei Stein had mentioned in the 60-day challenge webinar, the action to the results to the motivation. It's like the polar opposite. Right? It's like the fear to inaction to further fear. And that's the bad feedback loop. Where now, what happens is you start to build up in your mind that you're the kind of person who doesn't do those things. You're the kind of person who's too afraid to do those things. You're the kind of person who doesn't do those things. And that self-doubt, that doubt will kill more dreams than failure ever will. I've said that statement many times on the show, but it's because I believe it to be very true. Um, and we see it all the time in everything, frankly. You know, every aspect of martial arts training life in general we see people who doubt themselves too much to really go after things you know it, it, there's a quote and i forget where it came from i've heard it joe rogan said it first but i've heard it now in a bunch of different places 
most people live lives of quiet desperation where they never put themselves beyond their meager place in the universe. They never try for more than that. They never do what they need to do to grow beyond it. And I think most of the time that happens from a place of fear, right? It's funny. There are some people who, when it comes to like their career, they, uh, they attach a mindset of, of, I don't love to work. You know, I don't, working is not why I, why I live. I don't live to work. You know, I don't have a dream job because I don't dream of working. And as such, because they think that way, they find themselves kind of wallowing in a nothing career for a really long time. Don't get me wrong. There are some people who think that way, but um, still excel at what they do. But then there are other people who that mindset keeps them at an entry level forever or at a very low level forever because they never take the risk to put themselves beyond it. Right? They don't see themselves as someone who's running the company potentially one day, who's in charge of departments or teams or whatever. And as such, they never really strive for it. They never really get after it. And if you never get after it, how are you supposed to achieve it in the first place? It's not going to happen, right? It's as simple as that. So what we have to do when it comes to doubt is like fear, we have to face it. We have to prove to ourselves that we are the type of person who does X, Y, and Z, right? And like when it comes to competing in jujitsu, to go back to that subject that my kids are doing this weekend, you know, they're putting themselves out there. They're going competing against kids they've never met before from schools that they may or may not have ever heard of, right? Um, all different ages necessarily ages experience levels and so forth and obviously those things will be will be uh, separated apart you know different ages together different uh, weight groups together and that kind of stuff together but my point is they won't have their familiar friends in their familiar places doing familiar things though they'll be doing a familiar thing it's a lot easier to do that familiar thing in a familiar place with familiar faces where there's no pressure whatsoever. Now we got the pressure, right? And that pressure is going to be on display. It's going to be right there for them to feel, which is why this experience will be such a valuable one. Now it's funny, the, the idea of how short notice it is, it's a double-edged sword because, you know, by one token, they didn't have the chance to up their training and get ready to go and compete. But by the other token, um, they haven't had all that time to sit there and be worried, right? Tournament three months away, that's three months of, oh no, oh no, what am I going to do? How am I going to do the tournament? Oh no, oh no, right? That's three months of hand-wringing that they didn't do either, which is extraordinarily helpful because there's a little less mental exhaustion from that as well. But take it back to the mindset now, right? Take it back to the idea of putting oneself out there, of stepping out under the lights, of killing that little doubt in yourself. Because the thing is, right, we know that there are a lot of kids that do jujitsu. Right? I couldn't tell you the numbers off the top of my head, but we'll say about 10% of the population in total train. So we'll say about 10% of kids train. Right? That's uh, you know, a, a reasonable statistic. So understanding that and understanding that only 10% of the kids train, 
of that 10% that train, I'd say 30 to 50% compete. 30 to 50% are putting themselves out there. 30 to 50% see themselves as the type of kids who would dot, dot, dot. And I think that all boils down to simply a little bit of fear, right? Fear is an excellent motivator in the wrong direction. Though, by some tokens, fear can be a motivator in the, in the right direction. I mean, think about it. You got a significant other in your life and you're afraid that you're going to lose them if you don't commit. Well, it leads you to get married and build a life and so on and so forth. So, okay, that's an upside. But that's not really the fear that, um, you know, is the negative. The negative fear is the fear that's limiting, that's preventing you from do the, doing the things that without it, you might just try. You might just try. But to that end, what I want you to really consider is the value of the opposite mindset of conquering fear of putting yourself out there and trying and yeah the thing about trying is trying does not mean succeeding that's the scary part about trying quite honestly it's actually kind of hard to wrap our head around the fact that we might try something and not get it right away voluntarily right bad enough when life foisted upon us where we don't have the choice as to whether or not we're going to try but even worse is when we choose it and we seek it out. And now, uh oh, uh oh, what will we do in the face? Right? That's really the, the question that we have to answer. Right? Because life's going to give us those, those obstacles, those challenges, you know, those difficult moments all the time. But the simple way to get the response that you want is use your will to get it there once. Because if you handle that particular problem that way, well, that just becomes what you do. Right? We've talked at length about why it was so important to me that Kai and Riley competed, and they'll be competing on Sunday again. Uh, it was funny. I had, we had a little funny back and forth with Kai and Riley and I, where I asked Kai, I said, you know, Kai, I found about this jiu-jitsu tournament next Sunday. You want to do it? He goes, yeah. Before I can even really finish the sentence, he's like, I'm in. So then I asked Riley. Riley, would you want to do it too? She goes, eh, I don't know. Kai goes, will there be trophies? She goes, I'm in. <laughs> before before I could even uh, finish the thought, you know, the idea of medals or trophies were enough to get that young lady back on track, right? But again, let, let's just delve back into the self-image, the self-doubt, right? The fear and realize how counterintuitive setting goals that are lofty are with self-doubt, right? Because again, I'll circle back to the Sensei Stein uh, flow chart, right? Action, results, motivation in that order. Well, if we're too afraid to even make the action, how are we even going to get to the results step, right? It's almost like if you think about it in every police procedural, when, uh, you know, there's a witness to the crime, and of course that witness to the crime, they're, uh, in the being interviewed by the police and the police are like oh just tell us who it was but they're too afraid to make the correct identification so the problem only continues which is certainly the truth but then more importantly when it comes to this self-doubt is the way it ripples right? it ripples out into everything because the more you start to doubt yourself in the things you are comfortable with 
the more you start to hold yourself back and keep yourself from putting yourself out there a little bit, the more you do that, the smaller your world becomes. I'm sure we all remember the movie Office Space. And there was that character who was down in the basement and he had a stapler. I, mean, we got, I hope that's coming back to you. But you think about the fact that this guy spent his entire career in his basement trying to protect his stapler. Right? And he wallowed. He never went any further. Most times when I see someone like that, unless the person was the CEO, okay, different story. Right? Unless they had some letters before and after their name, never, you know, there is no real reason as to why a person shouldn't be trying to work their way up. So when I see something like that, it just screams to me about the limiting force that fear can be and why it's so important that people don't give in to it, that people do step outside of their comfort zones. So my call to action for you guys is those things that, you, that you're not connecting with yourself mentally, but you'd like to. I want to be the type of person who does a cold plunge, or I want to be the type of person that eats healthy, or I want to be the person that would take on a jujitsu tournament in less than a week's notice, or any number of other things. What I want you to do is find your challenge. Find your tough stuff this week. Find the things that were going to be psychologically difficult for you to use to get after. And then when there's that doubt in your mind, when there's a little bit of challenge, Rise to it. Overcome it. Watch how quickly your mindset can change by just accomplishing a few little things, by just making a few checks on the to-do list, how easily your confidence and your mindset changes. Right? It becomes a different part of who you are. Right? It's funny how this happens in martial arts some, way, some ways. Right? You see a person who's not that, that, that uh, outgoing of a person or they're not that energetic of a person, they're a little lethargic, they're a little down. The more that a person shifts the behavior, right? They take the action, the more the results change. The more that person becomes the opposite. They become the extrovert. They become the kind of person that is attractive to other people. And it all just comes by facing that that self-doubt. And I'm not saying that you go from, man, I'm, I'm too afraid to learn how to do martial arts to signing yourself for an amateur cage fight. Not a good idea, obviously. Just face doubt. Right? Get out there. And when you're feeling doubt, when you're doing things that make you doubtful, realize that you're headed in the right direction. It's like when the scary mu mu music in the video game plays, you know you're headed in the right direction. Exact same concept. You're facing a little bit of self-doubt. You feel like you're like something's holding you back. Probably a little bit of fear. But the best thing is, it's super easy to get to go away. All it takes is a little bit of effort. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email at senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. You can find me on Facebook. I'm sensei james leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. Twitter and Instagram, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. You can find out more about the Sensei's Weekly Mindset podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Speaking of things you can find out, you can find out all about our sponsors. You can find out all about everything to do with me, flex fights, you name it, everything like that. 
all available on my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. Make sure that you guys leave a rate and review. It just helps. Make sure you guys subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday. But most importantly, do the thing that's the most important to me. Make sure that you guys share the podcast. Because as we know, it's the only form of advertising that I have. So the more that I see you guys sharing the podcast, the bigger I know it's going to grow. I very much appreciate it. So guys, until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the map.